Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I coach and help hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313 Radical now. That's area code 313 Radical, and ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you Fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. Moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce courts and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day. While also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 107th episode, the wuss or warrior courting tip, how does shacking up damage your girlfriend's soul and other crazy consequences? Plus, live calls from you answer your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that Q313-723-4225. Or you can call from your browser at callingstudio.com for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And now we have the quote of the day, as we always do. So let's do this. Quote, love is primarily in the will, not in the emotions or the glands. The will is like the voice. The emotions are like the echo. 
the pleasure associated with love or what is today called sex is the frosting on the cake. Its purpose is to make us love the cake, not ignore it. The greatest illusion of lovers is to believe that the intensity of their sexual attraction is the guarantee of the perpetuity of their love. It is because of this failure to distinguish between the glandular and the spiritual or between sex, which we have in common with animals and love, which we have in common with God, that marriages are so full of deception. What some people love is not a person, but the experience of being in love. The first is replaceable. The second is not. As soon as the glands cease to react with their pristine force, Couples who identify emotionalism and love claim they no longer love one another. If such is the case, they never love the other person in the first place. They only love being loved, which is the highest form of egotism. End quote. Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, book three, To Get Married. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confusion. So today we are getting involved in the dating scene a little bit. Um, it's very important because if you don't know how to date, which really what the church calls courting, what we should be doing, how are you going to know how to stay married? It all starts off. It's a system, right? You do this to get this benefit, to get this benefit, to get this benefit. And the more you do things according to the way the status quo is set up, the way God has set it up, then the better your courting situation will be, the better your dating situation will be, the better your marriage will be. Most of us do not understand this. And so what do we do? We screw it up. I screwed it up. You probably screwed it up too. And that's just the way it is. Um, and what we got, but what we can always do is the problem is once we figure out what we should have done, um, then what we can do is move to try to fix it. All right. And to make it better. Um, this is why when men get in marriage crisis, they go, oh, my God, what did I do? And then we, we do what we move to fix it. Most just research the Internet and don't really do nothing. But then there are the few, the mighty few that actually want real help and actually do seek it and actually do get it. And those are the warriors of our society. So today's, this is my segment on uh, courting, which I call wuss or warrior, the alpha courting tip. And so uh, as we get started, the questions of the day, because we always start out with a few questions to get your mind to really going and rocking. Um, and see if things uh, to get things stirring in that brain of yours and um, to help you kind of um, put together what you thought was the way to do things. And then way kind of the way God is kind of throwing in and then sprinkled in a little Jerry. 
<laughs> so one of the most important dating questions in today's society is the question of shacking up, right? Initially, this seems like a great idea. It, it, it does, don't it? Oh, combining the bills, the food, we combine the gas for the car, we pay the rent together. Of course, the so-called benefit of sex on demand, you know, it's just great. It's all so wonderful shacking up. It's like we don't we can just try it out as a man. We don't ever have to commit. We just string her on for for months, for weeks, for years until she just gets tired and sees that we ain't worth a damn. And then it explodes. Right. That is ninety nine point nine percent of shacking up. OK. And so it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. And today we are going to go into, you know, how I present things is I just don't tell you what, but man, we've got to know why. And then what, why is it like that? Um, we go through that all the time. It's like people go, oh, he's just trying to tell me what I can and can't do in my life. First of all, your life ain't your life. First off, your life ain't your life. Your life is God. Your life belongs to God and the people who love you. That's who your life belongs to. And if you can't get that one, that's why it's screwed up. That's the first thing that we must understand is our life is not our life. It's really not. And we have parents. We have brothers and sisters. We have God. We have the community. We have our church family. We have all these people who we are responsible to, to be the best moral example of a man that we can be. And that thing about it's my body, I can do what I want with my body, that kind of stuff, that's complete and utter selfishness. And that is of hell. That's why 50 million babies are dead. And if you don't, I mean, we've got to start to understand, man. Satan has stuck his big head and his big tail right in the middle between us and God. And it's our job as men to fight our way out of it. This is why men can change the society and really women can't. Why? Because women don't have the instincts for that. They, they're too busy trying to raise children. That's where their instincts are moved toward. Men are called to change the world. And so, and women do too. Don't get me wrong, but it's far few between. They are the anomaly, like St. Joan of Arc, somebody like that. That is an anomaly. God chose her to do because he needed her. Only she could do what she had to do. But for the most part, that's why you don't hear me say all women. I say, but what I do say is most women are called. 99.9999% of women are called to get the kids right, to nurture them, to connect to them, to bond with them, to lead them to their husband, and to lead. And so their husband leads them and their wife to God. This is how it works. And so, with that being said, initially, like I said, checking up, it seems like it's this great, great thing. But really, and then somebody will go, well, you know, I'm not hurting nobody. Well, as you're going to see today, it does hurt. And it hurts women way, way more than it hurts a man. I don't know why God set it up that way, but I do know that women are receivers. And when they receive things into, the, into their body, they're, they're, they're bonded to that forever. And 
it's time for us men to start understanding our power as men because we don't understand it. And that's the problem. We don't understand the effect, the effect that we truly have on, on women, our children and the world. Because we're all taught, well, if we don't have a billion dollars, we're not worth nothing. If we're not a great athlete, we're not worth nothing. If we're not a famous person, we're not worth nothing. That's why everybody's trying to get attention, 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 attention to make themselves feel worthy of, to make themselves feel better about themselves. That's why wives want divorces, because they don't want to spend the rest of their life with a no-dud husband, with a dud husband, because they feel their life is worth more than that. And in a way, I don't blame them. But the problem is, it's too late. You already made a commitment now. So, you know, although these things sound great, right? Sharing the bills, sharing the rent, food, you know, and huh, well, we get to share each other's bodies, right? Uh, are there, there are many drawbacks to shacking up and going against the will of God. Well, let's answer this question, shall we, today? That's what we're going to do. And, and, and these questions are, first question is, how does shacking up with your girlfriend damage her soul? Man, that's a deep, deep question. And, and we've got to understand why it, it damages our soul because God set it up for a reason like that. And it damages her soul. One of the reasons I'm not going to go deep, we're going to go more into it later, is because, like I said, women are receivers. And the more men that they have inside of them, the more damaged their soul becomes, the more psychologically, emotionally, and and and, and spiritually damaged they become because it's not meant to be that way. And most women will tell you, oh, I'm okay. But if they really think about it, they'll realize they're not okay. They're not okay. Okay. The next question is, um, why does shacking up really matter if she agreed to it? Hey, 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 she agreed to it. She know I just want to have fun and hang out. She knows that. She knew that. She knows we're living together. This is just a temporary thing. We're just gonna have a little fun, you know, save up some money and stuff. Or have you have you heard have you said this one, guys? Well, you know, we're just gonna hang out, live out together, and then we're gonna save some money so we can get married. The problem is marriage never comes. And all women since the fall are ordered towards marriage. It's in it's instinct, it's in them, it's in the natural law. So when men, when women, when a woman tells a man, well, I just want to have fun. I know I'm not trying to get married and all that kind of stuff. Man, they lying. They lying. And they're going against their own nature. It's easy to lie to yourself because why? Well, they're, they, li they like the dude. They think he's cute. They think he's father and husband material. And they, they you know, no woman sleeps with a man that she don't think they're going to get married eventually. You hear me say that all the time. And it's true. It's true, man. It's true. Most, a lot of them don't want to admit to it, but it's true. It is true. Ask a woman who's in touch with herself. She'll tell you. She will. Next question. Oh, and if so, she agreed to it. If she agreed to it, then does that make it wrong? See, that, you know, she agreed to it, man. I ain't hurt nobody. She agreed to it. See, that's what she wanted to do. See, that's what happens when we don't protect our daughters like we should as husbands, as fathers. Used to be, it's no way in hell that we would allow our daughters to travel across the country in a car by themselves, no matter what they was doing. It used to be no way in hell we allow our daughter to be in an apartment living by herself 
whether on the college campus or off the college campus or uh, if she's completely grown and out of school. No way would we have done that as men. No way in hell would we have allowed our daughter to go on a date, be by herself with some dude. It's no way we would have done that. No way our fathers, fathers, fathers would have done that. No way. But we're we're just love everybody. We're these the great liberal, the great liberalistic country. We're so modern. That's that old way of thinking. Yeah, that old way of thinking is two thousand years old. And guess what? It had it worked. It worked. Now you got babies. You got sons and daughters running around here. Ain't got no daddies around. Don't even know we know their last name. Well, do I name after my mama or my name after my daddy? How do we care on the line? How do you care on the family line? You can't even do that now because everybody's opening their legs. All women are opening their legs up and they are basically helping to destroy the line, the lineage of, 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 of hundreds and hundreds of years of their family line. We're so proud to be slaves that we were slaves in Africa. We're so proud to be from Africa as black people. But what, what is that? We can't, you know, we won't, we won't honor that in any kind of way. We won't. Being you, if you're so proud to be from Africa, man, be an upstanding citizen, be a morally, me a morally um, upstanding citizen, a morally upstanding person, and carry that on. That's what pride and honor is about doing the will of God, right? So, next, um, what is a woman's most valuable asset to attract a mate? Oh, oh, oh. What is her most valuable asset to attract a mate? And we'll go deeper into that. And most men don't even know what that is. Why do, should I be worried about what her, you know, I'm attracted to her. I think she looks good, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just worried about me. If she looks good to me, hey, I want to make love to her. No, nah, that ain't making love, is it? I'm sorry, I misnamed. <laughs> I should have said that. Having sex with her. You know, because believe it or not, there is a difference between lust, sex, and making love, the holy caress, the marital embrace. There's a difference. There's a difference. But you can't tell people that. That's why people have sex before marriage, and then they get married and find out the lust is gone. It's all gone. The love is gone. What happened to our great sex life? What happened to it? Well, what happened to it is God wasn't in it. Okay? So, next... Um, why should a woman dump a man who hasn't asked her to marry him within six months to a year? Oh, oh, Jerry, you are seriously throwing some some uh, hot, cold water on my hat, on my caffeine hat today. Don't tell her that secret. Don't tell him that secret, Jerry. We can't tell him that secret. <laughs> we cannot tell them that secret, Jerry, of why should a woman dump a man who hasn't asked her to marry him within six months to a year? Y'all got to understand, women ain't got time like men got. We, they don't. They don't have time to be wasting like that. Okay? And it's very important. That's why men, we don't understand our power, our influence that we have over the natural world. And I'm going to explain that today. Next question. How does shacking up ruin women for marriage? Woo! I can't tell you how many men I've talked to yet. Man, Jerry, we had our before we was married, our sex was great. Oh man, we first got married, it was great. All of a sudden, now it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing, Jerry. I don't know what happened to it. 
I can't tell you how many men, dozens and dozens and dozens, probably hundreds of men now that say that. Why? What happened? What happened to the love? Okay. Um, and how does that ruin women for marriage, having sex outside of marriage? What does that do to them? Next, the last one. Um, why don't men understand the power God has given them and how to use it? Why don't men understand the power God has given them and how to use it? Well, because nobody teaches us nothing anymore. We lead, God has left us to ourselves. And that people think that God's mercy is infinite. No, it's not. That's a lie from hell. That's a lie from hell. If we as people keep rejecting the Holy Spirit, rejecting the Holy Spirit, rejecting the Holy Spirit, God sends the Holy Spirit to guide us every day, our guardian angel. We don't listen. We keep doing what we want to do. Eventually, sin makes us stupid, and so God just leaves us to ourselves. You know what the real mercy of God is? Is that when we do sleep with a girl that we're not married to, that he don't spite us right then. Because that's a mortal sin, and we deserve death in hell right now. That's mercy. It really is, if you think about it. That's what when that that saying came out. That is what it means that God gives us time to get our life together. It might be five years. It might be a hundred years. You don't know. But the thing about it is, it's also said in the Catholic Church that God. You know, sometimes he allows your life to run out so you don't go to hell. So you don't make it worse for yourself. I've never really contemplated that. You know, I, I just haven't had time on that one. But that's a great, if you think about it, that's a very good thing to, to really contemplate as a man. You know. And so uh, understanding our power as men is very vital. It's very vital. Again. God's mercy, if you if the more we sin and more reject him, calling us to him, the more he allows pain in our life. And then eventually the pain will be so great that you will submit. You will submit. That's why dudes in marriage crisis. Because they ain't listening to the Holy Spirit. They ain't listening to God and they listen to their wife. And so what happens is the pain comes. And when the pain comes and, some, and you know what, man, I hate to say it. Most people still don't listen. Dudes could be on their deathbed, cancer written, cancers eating their body and their soul, and they still won't conform. They still won't. The ego and the pride is deep, is deeply written. And men have men go through pain too in their life. And that's why sometimes our ego just won't let us submit. You know, I can figure this out. I don't need God. It's me. People, they say, well, I don't really believe that, but they really do. You know, people do. But you can tell by their actions, right? You judge their actions. You don't judge their soul. So by the person's actions, you can tell what they really believe. Well, because out of somebody's mouth, don't, most times don't mean nothing. Right? So that's it, y'all. That's it. After the break, you know, we're going to get really rocking into this and trying to see where we are going to lead him. Also, please give me a call. You know, if you, uh, uh, if a man, if you're a man and you don't really understand why shacking up is wrong, you know, really, or if you're in a situation where you are married to a woman, I mean, you are with a girl and, and you guys want to, um, and you know, you want to go to the next level, but you're in a situation and you don't know how to get through it. I had a guy talk to me the other day, you know, he had a fiance 
And he's just trying to figure out, man, how do I get her? I want to get married. And how do I go to the next level and get her to, to want to marry me too? You know, um, I help, I help really when I say uh, at the beginning of my podcast, when I say girlfriend problems, I really mean fiance problems because, you know, I really, I don't really help people. I don't help men that come to me and they're shacking up with their girl and she didn't wants to leave him. And I was, I can't help you. I told a guy, matter of fact, it was two days ago. He came to me. He was with the girl for 20 years, had not married her. They living together. And she's, she's like, I'm done and want to leave him and move out. And he's coming to me, a Catholic marriage coach, a Christian coach, trying to help him save that relationship while they're still living together. I'm not doing that. That goes against everything of the natural law. Everything. You know, you know what I tell them? I tell guys like that. Here's what you do. Here's what you do to get this woman back. First thing you do when you and I hang up off this call, you run to the jewelry store. You get the most, the best ring you can afford. You run over to your, to your woman. You ask her to marry you. And you tell her this. I am going to change. I hired a marriage coach. His name is Jerry Jacobs Jr. <laughs> His name is Jerry Jacobs Jr. And he's going to help me be a better man for you. He's going to help me be husband material and help me be father material. And I'm giving you this ring and I'm asking you to say yes on the contingent of that. And then I tell him, when you give that girl that ring, come back to me and I'll help you. Yep. Because then we got something on the line. Because a man that ain't asking a girl to marry him, he just trying to, he ain't, he's not sacrificing nothing. He really ain't. And is he a real, real man? I'm going to help you. No, he ain't. But like I say, it takes different people, different times to come to the realization of how to be like Christ. This is why I ain't trying to judge the dude, but I'm not going to sit there and help him and help him still li keep living against, um, against the sixth commandment, which is what? Adultery, fornication. I'm not going to do that. You know, that ain't right. That ain't, that's not holy. That's not being a man of God. You know, some people might say, Jerry, you should help him anyway. I'm not helping him. I just helped him. Go get you a ring, propose to the girl, tell her you're going to change. You're going to be husband and father material. You hired a marriage coach, and he's going to help me to be the man you need. Boom. That's how you help somebody. You love them enough to tell them the truth. Okay? So we will be back in a second. Hang out, y'all. Hang out, because we're going to rock this. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching 
coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. All right, all right. We have a caller. And so, of course, callers take priority on this show because, again, this is a call-in show. This is not a content show, but I mix them together. Uh, until people get used to my audience grows and people get used to seeing that I'm here. It's going to take years to do it. See, I'm, see how committed I am, y'all. I know it's going to take years to get this really going. And so I'm down for the commitment, hopefully. <laughs> but so my callers take uh, precedence. And so I have a caller on right now and I'm going to bring them on. Let me see how you do this. Oh, I'm tripping. Uh, oh, he hung up. Oh, okay. I guess I don't have a caller. They hung up. So that being well, that being said, we will get back to our um to what we were our content. Sweet. So that being said, let's get on. Let's get on, y'all. Now, let me pull up back my put my script back up so we can get this hocking, hocking, hocking. See how live is, y'all. Just throw you off. Things change like the things change like lightning around here <laughs> so let's do this man so what, what you know I, I i brought up the questions i brought up the questions uh, i i got you so give you something to think about a lot of things you might have thought about before but a lot of things you might have thought about before you know especially your power as a man you know dudes the, the, the dudes we just don't realize i don't care the 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 weakest man the strongest man we have the power we have the same powers that god the grace god gives us to have an effect on our women. And we do. But see, we don't know that. The way to get women is perseverance, man. You know, why does it, you know, if a woman, you, you, you like a woman and then she turns you down, that's just her going, well, I don't like you right now. That don't mean, that don't mean later. That's how I look at it. I wish I knew now, knew back then what I know now. Is that we all, as I say that all the time as far as, as, far as that. <laughs> you know, but I've learned that the way you get to a woman's heart is you become her friend first, and then you move inch, 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 get closer and closer. If she doesn't think you're attractive, it doesn't matter. Women, women go by their ears. They go by their emotional closeness with you. Women don't really, yeah, they like, okay, everybody likes the Brad Pitts. Everybody likes the, you know, all these different movie star dudes and these different guys that are really handsome and stuff. Women. But women are, they get attracted to what they hear. This is why you have to talk to women. You have to get them to talk. If you can get them to talk, then you can get them to understand that you are a good catch. And then if you are a Christian soldier, it's even easier. <laughs> it's even easier because you got that grace from God and God's trying to get you to get a woman, get them, get married and have families. Send those souls back to him. So all you got to do is just know what to do. 
you know. All right. So here we are. The wuss or warrior alpha courting tip question. How does shacking up with your girlfriend damage her soul? And why does it even matter if she agreed? Okay. One, first of all, you are the man. You are a man and called to protect, defend, and serve. You are given great powers as a man, and many of us use them poorly. Everything we do influence others. We have great power over women once we have sex with them. So the secret is this. Women make a big mistake when they allow a man to, to have sex with them and they're not married to him because then they lose all control. They do. The man gains control and then they lose it. Before you have sex with the man, you're in control, ladies, and he is not in control. Because once you once you once you have sex and a woman comes to coition, which is basically an orgasm, she's done. He's got her. And nobody's gonna tell you that one. Men know it instinctively. Most men do. They know that. Women don't. That's why the because women are in search for that one, the one, the one that loved them forever, make them a priority, make them number one in their life. Somebody to make them number one in their life. Somebody that that's an upstanding uh, spiritual Christian man that they that they can look to for guidance and to be a partner with for, and and love for the rest of their life. But as we're going to talk about later on, there's a flaw with women in that thing. It no matter how beautiful she is. Doesn't matter. Once you, she gives you her body, she's done. She's attached to you, and there's nothing she can do about it after that. That's why a wife will stay with a man who's an alcoholic, he's a drug addict, not even a, a he ain't got to be married to her. A woman will stay with a man that beats her, that cusses her out, that calls her names, that, uh, what, that, um, the drug addict, an alcoholic crack addict, you know, he ignores her. He's at work 12 hours a day. Don't pay no attention. You know why? That's, you most, almost, man, when a woman loves you, you gotta almost kill her to get her away from you at first. You really do. You know, and that's why, the, that's the power. That's the power you have. And this is why, as a man, this is why one of the great things is you must you as when you shack up with a woman, that's one you shacked up with. You're gonna shack up with another one because that first one's gonna end. You're gonna shack up with another one. That's two. You're gonna shack up with another girl. That's three. And you're just gonna keep going. And we're just gonna keep going and going and going until we maybe find the girl that we think we want to marry, or maybe we don't. But what happens to that woman that you thought that you told her you love her so much that we're gonna live together? And then what happens when the man leaves? And she's is she's there. She's like right there she's by herself in the apartment by herself now you know you the man ain't there no more is he what does that do to her what does that do to her psychologically emotionally spiritually emotionally what does that do man it's it's when you really consider the consequences of that that's why women hate men feminism that's why feminists hate men that's why they hate us you know why because we, they realize that we use them. We use them for as an object. 
They know that. And so, and, and none of us keep our word. That's why the ones that, the men that do keep their word, the men that don't sleep with a woman before they marry them, the ones that, that keep their honor as a man and, 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 and act as Christ, we look, them dudes, they look at us stupid. Oh, man, you stupid, man. That girl's trying to give her, but you all take that, man. You're going to turn that down. It's very hard not to, right? We've all done it. We've all done it. It's very hard to turn it down on a woman, especially if you think she's attractive. And then if you turn a woman down, she goes, what does she do? Oh, you must be gay. Oh, the card. They play the gay card on you. <laughs> you don't want this. You don't want this. That's what they say, right? Women say, you don't want this. You know, because we all, all dudes know, married or not, they can turn you down for sex 99 out of 100 times. But if you turn them down one time, oh, boy, it's hell to pay. It's hell to pay, ain't it? You cannot turn the girl down for sex. You can't do it. Your wife, you can't turn them down. Boy, they get mad. They get mad. They get mad. <laughs> they sure do, man. But look, I'm going to get back on track because, I, you know, we can talk about that funny stuff. It's funny, though. So that's this. Number two, though. Number two. If you don't desire to marry or love her enough, man up and let her go. Women instinctively only sleep with men who they think are they think are husband or father material. Man, if you don't want the girl, I'm gonna explain more in a minute of why this is more important. But I, I had to put this first one in here. You, dude, you if you don't love her, let her go. If you don't love her enough to go to the jewelry store and get her a ring and put it on her finger, because remember, women are ordered to marriage. No matter what they say after the fall, God said it in scripture. You will be ordered towards marriage, ordered towards your husband to find a husband. It's going to be strong. Why? Because we are broken and God wants us to, we, he had to put that in our heart to get to drive us to procreate. Why? To stay with the mission. The mission is what? To send as many souls back to him for eternity so that we can all be happy in the beatific vision, God, the angels, the saints, and us. That's the plan. And when we interfere with that plan, God knew if he didn't put that in women, that we, we'd never get married. We'd never create a family. We'd never do things, have children and stuff. Look at the people out here today. They get married to, you know, well, we're, we're, we're not, we're going to get married and we're just, we're not going to have kids. We're just going to, it's going to be us. We're, it's just going to be us, 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 us. If you, if, if, in the church, Christ church, if, 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 uh, that is a, that is a case for an annulment. Why? Because if a couple is not ready to have children when they get married, they are not ready to get married. They're just ready to be selfish. Selfish is not a, a selfishness is not a case to build up on a marriage because it will fail. Because those two people, after you go on all the vacations you can go on, after you have sex all you can, after you go on the three-day weekends, after you get all the career and all the money you got, you get tired of each other without kids. Why? Because love is meant to be shared. The love of the husband, the love of the wife, create one flesh of a child. That is the plan, man. That's the plan. 
but people go against that all the time. Okay. So women do not sleep with guys who they don't think they're going to marry, who are, they don't think a husband material. And the reason why is they think, well, I can change him. So they'll sleep. They'll, if they see a guy and they think he's cute, they'll talk to him and let him, you know, make a little hard for him to get with her. But, and then if they sleep together and he has flaws and stuff. She said, well, he's not really good in bed right now, but he'll get better when we get married. Or he's not really that um, he's not really that ambitious, but I can change that. You know, he I don't really like how his hair's fit cut, but you know, I can change that. Women, they they're nurturers, right? So they thinking they're gonna they're gonna change you and nurture you into being more you into who they who they really want. That's a flaw, too, right? You know, um, so but don't get it twisted. That's women. They will. Uh, they don't. They don't. Women don't give time to a man who they don't think is. They're trying to figure out if is he husband terrible. If I have a baby with him, that's why women kill their babies. Because people think women have babies for them. No, they don't. Women have babies for their husband. And so. When there, when a woman, when you have sex outside of marriage, the girl gets pregnant and the guy goes, you're what? You're pregnant? Oh, man. Oh, and he, and he goes, oh, he catches himself, right? Oh, shoot. I should have said that. <laughs> I messed up. You don't want the baby? You don't want him? Well, see, what really, uh, see, uh, no, see, I really didn't mean that. But, but man, you know, we got the rest of our lives to have kids. We, why are we going to have kids right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no, I didn't really mean it. You don't love me. You don't love me. I know you didn't. I know you didn't. Yes, I do. I do love you, but, but let's, let's, we can't get married right now. Just not right now. We can't have a kid right now because, you know, I'm trying to be this musician and and you're in medical school and we just don't, we can't do that right now. So the girl goes, okay. And then what happens? She goes and kills her baby because he ain't happy. Because she, you know, that's what happens. It happens millions of millions of times. And it's sad. But it's the truth. It's a little funny, too. But it's the truth. And it's sad. Okay? This is the power we have. I'm going to keep saying that throughout this whole show. This is the power that men have over women. We can get them to do almost anything we want because they love us. And not just because they love us more strongly, they believe that we love them more than anything in the world and we have their best interests at heart. That's why they kill their babies. Because I'm not going to lose, I'm not, you know, the baby's really not, it's not real. It's not really a, a person. It's just a piece of meat. And I don't want to lose him. He's going to leave me if I don't kill my baby. He's going to leave me. People don't understand feminists. They really don't. If a woman will kill her baby, she will do anything. It's called the curse of Eve. She will do anything. And I'm sorry. It's the way it is. If every guy that is ever wants to sleep with a girl that he ain't married to, he should watch this video that I'm creating right now because it'll give him the real deal on women. And it's not a bad thing. These things I'm saying man, are not really bad. It's just if you do things right, it's so tense, it's like a hundred times better. Right? 
It's as a man, as a man, we are called to be like Jesus Christ, which means ultimately what? We're called to control ourselves, control our anger, control our pleasures, control our passions. We are called to ultimately control ourselves. And when we don't control ourselves, we have women that have babies or they don't, they kill the babies. We cause these kind of things. And we try to act like we try to act like it's not true. We try to put it out of our mind. But man, it's what happens. It, it, it happens. And so that is the power. That is the power. And women, they will, they want, they don't. Women, if a woman is interested in you, she believes that you are husband material. This is why you got to marry her now. Because we all know we we ain't too good of a man. So we got to get her, we got to marry her now. <laughs> why she's really down. Because guess what? Once she sees who we really are, they're apt to change their mind and go find somebody else. <laughs> Number three, you are using up the qualities that God has given her to attract her heavenly mate marriage, which are what beauty, youth and vitality. When you waste her time, you destroy that years are horrible to women. Guys hear what I'm saying. This is why you hear me say if you don't love her enough to marry her, let her go because you are wasting her most valuable asset, her time. Youth, vitality, beauty. God has given your wife, your girlfriend, or a woman this in order for them to find the mate that they're supposed to be with in order to do what? Create a family. In order to what? Lead those family, those kids and that family to God. In order to what? Spend the rest of eternity with God in the beatific vision because we are creatures and he wanted to give his love to us. The plan is very simple. It's very, very simple. And so this is why the main, main reason we damage a woman's soul when we sleep with her, we're not married to her, and more, we don't marry her. Because every year, she gets less vital. So vitality is what? Having kids, able to have children. Every year, that beauty goes, right? That There's that one extra little wrinkle. Okay? And the uh, other one is youth. Youth. Every year, she gets older. And if I am a woman, I've got to know this about myself. Look, man, I I am I am valuable. That's the true value of a woman. Not that she can go out and put some pants on and work in a factory. Not that she can go be the president of the United States. Not that she can go be this doctor or lawyer or scientist or or uh, air and conditioning, heating and cooling mechanic. That is not true value for a woman. True value for a woman is. The greatness of becoming, of raising that one child that becomes great. That's that's it. That's that's what greatness is for women, man. But they've been drunk in the Kool-Aid, dude. They've been drunk the Kool-Aid. And every year, how many women do you know that get in their 40s and 50s and 60s and, and they got no kids? They body themselves in a nursing home. Nobody comes see them because they don't, they don't have no kids. 
you bring kids into the world, why? As a sacrifice. And then God repays you by when you get old and you do things right, your kids take care of you. That's the cycle. And another thing, too, is you got to remember your the way we treat our parents is how our kids are going to treat us. So that being said, if I take my mother and Pooh's still alive, thanks be to God, and put her in a nursing home, and I don't go see her or whatever or whatever, I, I don't, you know, and then what will happen is instead of letting my mother live with me, with my family, which is where it's supposed to be, I stick her in a nursing home or a sister living facility or whatever. And then, you know, when I get old and my kids have seen all of that, they're going to do me the same way. Yep. That's what's going to happen. All right. So please, fellas, women, you, we, if you don't love them, let them go because we are using up the qualities that they have to attract their husbands. Boom, 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 boom. It makes sense when you think about it. Because if a man truly loves a woman, he's going to stay with her when she's 90 years old. Doesn't matter. But who's going to ask a 60, a 50, 70, 80 year old woman to marry them and create a family? Nobody. Holy. They might, but it's rare. Okay. This is why women who divorce their husbands and he's trying to do right by her by getting uh, somebody to help him be a better husband and man to her. Women think, I'm going to divorce him, and I'll go out here, I'm going to be by myself the rest of my life. No, you ain't. Some dude's going to come along and get them panties, man. That's what, come on, man. You, you delude yourself. Nobody wants to stay by themselves for the rest of their life. Nobody. Because why? Scripture. Man is not meant to be alone. So I give him Eve, this beautiful wife. People are not meet, meet, meant to be by themselves. So if a woman divorces her husband, of course, another man's going to come along that thinks that she's attractive and he he's going to at least spend time with her, you know, okay? So next one, why should, no, not the next one. So why should a woman dump a man who hasn't asked her to marry him within six months to a year? Well, the doctor of the church, St. Alphonse Agoria, who is the moral doctor of the church, Catholic, the Catholic church, Christ church, says if a dude ain't asking you to marry him within six months, you need to dump him and court some, find somebody else to court. Remember, dating is for sex, courting is for marriage. So as a woman and a man, if you're going to date, dating is technically supposed to be what? I date as many people as I can to see, to narrow the field down, to see if this person is somebody who I want to court. To, be, to determine when I court them if they are marriage and husband material. That don't take no longer than six months to a year. It don't. But what do most people do? Dating, they can't keep they you-know-what in their pants. Women can't keep their legs closed. And so when they date, they start having sex all over the place. And then things get all murky. Things get foggy. Things get cloudy. All this emotion gets in the way. And people can't make rational decisions. I just told you what happens to a woman when she has sex with a dude. I just told you. So when we do, when you do, it, it makes things murky. So if that dude is not the right man for her or that woman is not the right woman 
For him, if we have sex, it makes it harder for us to disconnect from that person and make a logical decision. Say, hey, man, sweetheart, you know, we're not getting along. And, you know, we, we, we could be we're, we're friends. And, and that's or she can say the same thing. Listen, I'm not you know, I don't think we're we're, we're made for each other. And, 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 and most people can agree with that. Like, you know, you're right. Let's just be friends. Right. You know, we're not we're not meant to be, you know, together on a court. And if you're dating someone, if you go out dating is what I'm going to find you on catholicmatch.com or match.com, whatever. I'm going to go out to dinner or to whatever and see if we do some like play some putt putt or darts or whatever. And we're going to see if we like each other. And then if we like each other, then, you know, uh, we, we spend more time together. We go on more dates and then we get involved and then we then we decide, OK, we've been dating for a month or two. This looks like. This might we might be able to get along, and then what do we do? We say, okay, let's we exclusively court each other, right? So that's what that means. So what to me when you say that? Okay, we like each other enough. We're spending great time together. We enjoy each other's company. Maybe we should take it to the next level. The next level is courting to see if we um, to see if we are if we think we we could get be married. If we're if we could be close enough to be married, right? But if we have sex. In the dating stage, what happens is we get connected and bonded to each other. Then we can't break up, even if we think it's the best thing to do. That's why when we live with a woman and she lives with us, what happens? We start to accumulate all this stuff. You know, wow, we get furniture together. We get beds together. We get sheets together. We get underwear together. <laughs> I'm just playing. You know, we get, you know, we get, fur uh, uh, you know, we get bathroom utensils together. We get shower curtains. We get, we get food and refrigerators and stoves. And we get all these things that we accumulate like married people. But guess what? Every person that's ever shacked up and then they get married, they will tell you marriage is ain't the same as shacking up. But people try to say that. I can't tell how many guys come to me and say, oh, yeah, we've been together 10 years and stuff. But, you know, I know we're not married, but it's kind of like we are kind of married. No, I say, no, you ain't. Why? Because marriage is what? It's commitment. It's loyalty. It's love. It's, you know, it's it's honor. You know, we give away. We, we're together because we want to be. We have made a commitment to each other that we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. If I'm shacking up with you and I'm a dude. I'm not make that commitment to you. So guess what I can do? I can leave anytime I want. I can pack my little stuff. Matter of fact, you can have the stove, the refrigerator, the bed, the sheets, and the underwear, and I'll catch you later. I'm out of here. And guys know that. Guys know that. The woman gets, she gets caught into thinking, well, he's still here. We're going to eventually get married. But the guy don't think like that. He might say things like that. Oh, we're going to get, but he's thinking, well, I can leave at any time. I can leave at any time. That's why a lot of times women come home and the guy's out with another woman somewhere. Boom. Okay. So this is why you get, if a woman, if a dude ain't asked you to marry him within six months to a year, why? Because it takes a year to plan the wedding. So that's two years a woman that gave up her life. Two years. I'm 18. Now I'm 20. I'm 25, now I'm 27. I'm 30, now I'm 32. I'm 40, now I'm 42. And that's just the minimum. So if I go with, if, if I shack up with two, three, four, five guys, that's, that's, we'll say five guys, that's 10 years. 10 years times two, that's 20 years. As a woman, I've given up my beauty, my vitality, and my youth. 
So I'm not 18 anymore. I'm 38. It's hard to have a kid at 38, and it's a lot more painful too. Dude, it's, uh, please hear what I'm saying. And plus, man, if you do it right, when you do get married, when you do get married, man, the intimacy is so much better. It's so much better. You learn each other. You explore each other. You really, you don't have no baggage. She don't have no baggage. And we, 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 you know, we've made a commitment to each other. We've, we sacrifice to, to do this the right way and really prove that we love each other. Another thing too, your parents and your family, your church, family, everybody's happy for you and they encourage you, you know, but what do you do? We sleep together. We live together for 10 years. Everybody gets over it. Oh, well, I guess they're going to get married. Well, whenever they do, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, well, it's been 20 years. We're going to get married, y'all. And let's pick everybody to be all excited about it. <laughs> okay. This is why, please, hear what I'm saying. Six months to a year, you should be courting and dating. After that, you should know if you want to marry that girl or not. And she should know she want to marry you. If you ain't sure, let it go. That means if that's a year, man, if you ain't, you, you look, you know, within a few months, if you want to marry that girl, you know, you know, but what do we do? As long as I'm getting free food, free car, free gas for my car, free electricity, free sex. I, what am I? I don't have to. I mean, I don't have to. I'm, I'm comfortable as a dude. I'm comfortable. I just hang out. See, that's why you hear me say God placed men on the altar for a reason in the church. Why? Because they, we won't do nothing. Women, you've got to understand that. If you allow man to live with you and he's comfortable, he's getting all this free stuff. He ain't going to make a commitment to you. It's rare. And if he does, it might be five or 10, 20 years later. Okay. Um, next. Time is a woman's most valuable asset, as with every year, her other assets of youth, beauty, and vitality are severely diminished. Stop being selfish and stop wasting her time. Number four, remember, God set things up order towards marriage and the family, meaning procreation, education of children, and the unity of the couple, in order that you return those souls to him as saints to live with him in the beatific vision for eternity. Many put love companionship in the union of, of couples above procreation and the formation and education of children, this is a fallacy. Remember the mission of God, right? If we know that mission, then we understand why we're supposed to buy procreations first. We understand why the education and the formation of children is second most important. And then the unity of the spouses, which is what? Making love or intimate things together. That is a way third. All right. So for this reason, we don't have time to only indulge in pleasure our entire life as we have a mission and a family to build and to get those souls to heaven. Number five, you are bonded to her for life. Crickets. Gentlemen, I hate to say it. Think about all the girls you slept with your entire life. Maybe it's one, maybe it's 10, maybe it's 50, 100. You are now bonded to that girl for the rest of your life. I'm sorry, chemically and emotionally. So when you see that girl again, that's how I, I told a story last week that that happened to me. 
I had met one of my friends when I was a teenager. I slept with the girl. I saw the girl many years later, and and you know we were talking and stuff. And she was married, and I was married, and we went out to dinner with my wife and stuff. And then <laughs> later that night, my wife goes, "You slept with that girl, did you?" I was like, "No, I would. I did. Oh, babe, oh, how you know that, <laughs> dude? It's the truth. You look at the girl different. You get all uncomfortable." And you, if most men knew that, a lot of men, I'm not saying all men, but a lot of men would think twice about sleeping with a girl and they ain't married to her. Because you're a chemical bond for that girl the rest of your life and you can't get rid of it. You can't because that's how God set it up. All right. So think about it. Really understand all of these consequences of going against what? Not the, 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 the natural law, the Ten Commandments, right? Of going against the will of God. Not to mention, the venereal diseases, you know, AIDS and uh, syphilis and gonorrhea and all this stuff that lasts for years. What's that one that you that one you get that it, it's it's like a little scar and you get it like every few months. It never goes away for the rest of your life because they don't have a cure for it. What's that venereal disease called? I forgot what it's called. But anyway, dude, please hear that. <laughs> you know, and. I don't know if I was 20 and I knew all this stuff, would I still have slept with the girls I slept with? I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I, knowing me, I probably would have tried to do it right, but it probably wouldn't have worked, but I would try, at least try to do it right. You know, this is why it's called an occasion of sin. Men, fathers are not supposed to let their daughters go on, be around boys that, that they ain't married to. This is why girls and boys in the same schools does not work. Because boys, they they their whole day is trying to attract girls. They don't care. They don't care about school. Even the nerd dudes, everybody wants the girl. And the girls, what? The girls want the boys. So for six to eight hours a day, that's everybody's mission. To find me somebody that I can go to bed with. This is why it's 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 a travesty that we can't have separate girl schools and separate boys schools anymore. It wouldn't be that much more expensive. But guess what? The state doesn't care about family. The state only cares about money and keeping control of people. Okay. Now, the last one, we are done. If it causes baggage for her future husband. Number six, it sleeping with a woman before marriage causes baggage for her future husband. I'm going to explain this to you real quick so that you can try to, and try to get everybody to understand what I mean by that. So, We've talked about how women are receivers. So in the mission, God has made man, the husband, responsible for everything in his home. So that means he's responsible for the kids, the happiness of his wife. He's responsible for the marriage. He's responsible for the, the trash, the diapers, everything. Why? Because women are, they are responsible. They are nurturers. They're emotional. They have to be emotional to nurture the kids, to bond with the children. So naturally, that's why they are the way they are. It's a great thing. Both are perfections. Masculinity and femininity are perfections. They make one. When you put those together, you have one perfect person in the eyes of God. So women cannot take pain the way men can take pain. I mean, psychological and emotional pain. The reason why is because they're more emotional and nurturers to nurture you, their husband, 
to nurture their kids. So when trauma happens in a woman's life, what happens is she cannot, um, those traumas do not go away. They're called inhibitions. And to make it simple, I call it baggage. So what is a trauma in a woman's life? If she was raped, if she was um, sexually abused, if she was, if her mother, a parent dies, if a sibling dies, if she has an abortion, if she has a miscarriage, if she has a failed marriage, which is why you don't marry divorced women. If she has a failed marriage. All of this stuff is trauma for a woman. If she has slept with other men, the more women, the more men a woman sleeps with, the more damaged she becomes psychologically and emotionally and spiritually. So if you marry a woman that's had 10 sex partners, all that stuff's going to come in your marriage. If you married a woman that's been, if, that's been, if you marry a woman that's been married three, four, five, six times, all of that stuff is going to come into your marriage. Yep. And this, this is how when we don't treat women with the way God asks us to treat them, that women become damaged and then they carry that baggage into their marriage and their husband doesn't know what to do to fix it. Because once things start going bad in the marriage, then all that baggage comes in because when a woman marries a man, her thing is he promised me that he was going to love me forever. He promised me that he's gonna. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be priority number one in his life. He promised me that I'm gonna put her, me. He's gonna put me first. He promised me he's gonna make me happy and give me the world. Well, guess what? When you get married, all of that stuff don't come true, and then the baggage comes. She becomes unhappy, unsatisfied, fulfilled as a woman, and then all that baggage that she had before. This is why I tell men: Yes, you're responsible for everything in your house, but. A lot of the stuff that come in with your wife, you are not you. It's not your fault. A lot of things are your fault, what you've done as you, when you've met her. But a lot of things also not your fault. So this is why as a husband, you have to know how to get rid of that. Especially if you had a woman that has failed marriages or she's had multiple sex partners before she was married. Like you as a man has slept with her outside of your marriage and then you get married. Well, guess what? That stuff's going to come in because women, they instinctively think every man's going to leave. That's why feminists hate us. Because we can't, we can't do no, we say we're going to do. We're not honorable and blah, blah, blah. You know the story by now. Okay. So the last thing that I'm going to say is a note to women. Finally, a note to women. How do you get a man to ask you to marry him within six months to a year? The big secret. Here's the big secret. Of a woman, every woman that ever listens to this podcast from the time until the uh, EMP hits, <laughs> the nuclear war comes. If you listen to what I'm getting ready to say, it works. It worked for my daughter, too. It worked for my daughter. In six months, the dude was asking her to marry him. It might have been eight months. Here's the deal you keep your legs closed. That's the big secret. A man will ask you to marry him within six months to a year if you keep your legs closed and you don't have sex with him and you build a relationship and you make him prove that he's worthy of you. Because if a man's trying to have, if after a man tries to sleep with you and you tell him no, and then he leaves or he keeps trying to sleep with you, he's not worthy of you. He's not. He's not worthy of your gift. He's not worthy of you as his wife. He's not worthy of you as the kids that you're going to have together. Because he doesn't understand what 
sex does to you as a woman. And if he doesn't understand that and you can't explain it to him, what, what are you going to do? Me and my daughter, she was with a guy and he did her like all do, most dudes do. And me and her went to dinner and I asked her, I said, sweetheart, you with another guy. I said, no, what are you going to do when the next guy comes along? How are you going to handle that? She says, dad, I'm going to do what you said and I'm not going to sleep with him. And guess what? She met her husband. He's a great guy. Within six to eight months, he asked her to marry him. They got married with less than a year. Guess what? They got uh, three kids now, four kids now, three kids now. My wife's going to kill me for I don't know. Three kids. Try to have another one. Women are ordered towards marriage. And I, and I know that does not sound, you know, most people are not going to tell you that. They don't tell you why either. See, I don't like what people say, do this, do that. You know, they don't tell you why. Like the reason why is because of how it hurts you as a woman. Of, of, and, and men, most men don't really understand. They're just trying to go out for pleasure. They instinctually know it's kind of wrong. But today in today's society, man, everybody does it. Everybody does it. You know, and um, and that being said, uh, you know, everybody does it. So why shouldn't I do it? Right. Um, and so that is why I ask you to consider what I've said today. Consider what I've said today. Women, consider what I've said today. So you could teach your daughters. So you could teach your friends. That, you know, when you if a dude. It cannot keep his hands off of you. He doesn't respect you enough. He doesn't respect himself enough. And it took me years to learn that myself because I wasn't perking. I still ain't. And I'm trying to be perfect because that's what God asks me, ask of me. But I just want you to know that if you want a man to ask you to marry him, if he truly cares about you or is considering, if wants to even try to consider marriage, he will give you that six months. He will give you that year. He will. He will. That's when you know you got a good man. He might not be the handsomest man. He might not be the skinniest man. He might not be whatever. He might have pimples all over his face and blah, blah, blah. He might be the nerdiest of the nerd. Or he might be the handsomest man you ever seen in your life. It doesn't matter. Give him that six months to a year. Give yourself as a woman the opportunity to find the true love that you say that you want and it will pay off. You might not be the first guy. It might not be the second one or the third one, but he will come. The thing about it is you're not bonded to that dude. You're not connected to him. You can make a logical decision to get away from him. If he's not the man that's worthy of you Dude, it's the same thing. When you, you know that when you make love to a woman, you, you get things get murky. You know, and, and and you can make a if the girl ain't for you, you can say, hey, you know, we not cool. And, and you can split and be amicable about it, you know, and then you can find the next woman and, and court her or date and court. And then you'll find you. You'll find her. It might. If you don't sleep with the girl, man, you'll see you'll find the woman that you can. And then what you do is you come find Jerry and then Jerry will teach you how to keep that woman happy forever. <laughs> 
So we are done for the day. Oh, I got a call. So I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back. We'll take this live call and then we will be out of here, y'all. Sweet, sweet, sweet. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Okay, so it says that um, my bandwidth is low for some kind of, for some reason, um, and that my video quality is going to go down. Oh, looks like it came back up. So I am i don't know, guys. My computer's been acting really wonky lately, and, and my, my video's been jerky for the past couple of months. Sometimes, so I'm going to go ahead and have to get me another computer. I don't want to do it. But it looks like my computer is like through my laptop's like three years old. So I guess I should go get another one. But the third thing works really good. But so when I try to when I try to uh, live stream. So um, that being said, um, looks like our caller had to go, which is fine. Our show's been we've been going long enough. But the last thing I want to say before we go is, you know, the things I've talked about today, people are a lot of people are not going to agree with what I say. They they're gonna think it's they're gonna think it sounds logical, you know. They're gonna think it sounds logical, but they're not gonna do it. Why? Because it's not what I want to do. It's it's gonna it's not gonna it's gonna hurt my pleasure. But I promise you, man, if you try your best as a man and a woman to do what God is asking you to do in this area, uh you've done yourself a great favor and saved yourself years of pain and misery. People don't really understand, man. You, you, if you do it this way, you will save yourself years and years of pain and misery. And look, this is coming from a marriage coach, man, that has seen it all. I'm, I'm sure I've seen everything, but I've seen a lot, and I've talked to a lot. And I'm telling you that the way to do it is the way God has asked you to do it. Even if you have asked to do it, man, at least attempt it and try your best. Because that will save you years and years of pain and misery. It's all about grace. It's all about grace. Try your best to get it and get some. All right. So as we always do, we end with the quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, 
but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you fast. Pray and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.